Good morning. Welcome back to the Hit Bodies podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Pleasant. And can I just tell you, this is like my fourth time recording the intro because the way my brain works, I started telling a story, but then got distracted by my own story and then started telling a different story that I never intended on telling. And now I'm like, okay, let's just start over. So anyway, (laughs) take five here. If you're new here, what's up? The Hit Bodies podcast. It will hit bodies as a workout group where we work out live five days a week and you legitimately are our workout buddy. Like it, I don't want it to feel like trainer relationship. I want you to feel like you're working out alongside me because you are, and you're doing the exact workouts I recommend. And I do for myself, of course, you know, modifiers and things like that. But part of being someone's workout buddy is, you know, what's going on. They're asking you questions. They're telling you random stuff. It's just fun, right? So I'm very out of breath on these workouts. So this podcast is just an extension of that. It's a chance for me to be like kind of helpful, get some girl talking, all that kind of stuff. Okay. So don't worry. I have some helpful stuff this week, but I also have a lot of like random stuff this week. And to start this podcast off. (laughs) Okay. Just real quick. I have two kids, a baby named Casey. She's four and a half months old. And then a three and a half year old named Kevin. Okay. This was so funny. So my daughter, we got rid of the pacifier this week. It's a long story. It's not important, but we got rid of the pacifier. So if you've ever had a pacifier baby, it is so freaking hard to get them to nap. Okay. It is so freaking hard to like, once you remove the pacifier, right? It's like, that was their thing to fall asleep. So anyway, this one day she actually was asleep in her crib. Like I did it. I got her to sleep in her crib. It was a miracle. Um, and Kevin was kind of helping me, right? You know what I mean? Like he was just standing there, but he, he doesn't like really have a whole lot of interest in his sister right now. So anytime he's involved, it's very exciting, but I didn't notice right next to her crib. We have a humidifier on the ground and he was standing on the humidifier and it like kind of buckled underneath him and all the humidifier water spilled all over the carpet. This is the second time we've had a humidifier spill, mind you, but whatever. So anyway, Casey is asleep. There is like a freaking gallon of water spilled in one tiny section. I'm like, crap. So I go and grab, I'm like, okay, Kevin, be really, really quiet. And so we, we go get some, I go get one towel thinking for some stupid reason that was going to be enough. I soak up the water with one towel it's not nearly enough that this, what this, the ground is still soaked. Okay. So I go grab another towel and I, I put the other one in the, uh, laundry basket. Right. And as I'm on all fours, right next to Casey's crib, <laughs> Kevin, uh, takes the soaking wet towel and just lays it on me. Just, it is so cold. And I'm like, <gasps> trying to be silent. And I'm just like sitting there in this moment as I'm like cleaning up a literal gallon of water off of my carpet with a sopping wet towel on my back and just thinking, this is, I chose this life. I chose what, this is insanity. This is insanity. Anyway, um, yeah, so obviously she woke up and then she was screaming and we just got to start all over again. It was really fun. Um, I'm at Walmart, got to get my groceries, BRB. Okay, so Oddly enough, I'm doing my grocery pickup on Saturday this week. 
I guess I'll just tell you why I'm doing it. So I've been really into like every plate and HelloFresh and that kind of stuff. Really into it right now. Um, which I th- I can send you like a free box. Did you know that? I think I'll, I'm going to put it in the podcast notes. <sighs> I hope I don't forget. If I do forget, just DM me and I'll like send you a link to do it or whatever. But yeah, I really like them. I really, you know, in this season of my life, it is next level convenience, but like a moron, my, not more, I, this honestly wasn't my fault. So my Walmart account got hacked. Okay. So it, it was taken care of. Like they didn't like hack my credit card information or anything. It was just my Walmart account. So like I secured my Walmart thing and everything was good except one of the items had already shipped. Okay. So they made me dispute the car or dispute the charge with my credit card company who insisted I got a new card. So then my payment for my delivery didn't go through. And then it was like too late. It was like, that was it. If the payment didn't go through, it's like, it's not going to ship this week. And I'm like, well, what? wait, I was like counting on that, you know? Um, so due to that, I needed to get groceries a little bit sooner. So it's Saturday morning and I'm getting my groceries. And then I wanted to tell you what we're doing today because all right, I, I am a procrastinator. If there's one thing I hate doing, it's taxes. And there are, when you have kids, there are always things that you should, like there's always so many good reasons to not do that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? And so Cameron was like kind of expressing to me all these things he was like stressed out about. It just felt like it was like looming over his head. And so I've been trying to take care of that stuff. So like one of them was we had some shingles blow off of our roof. And so he wanted to fix them. And I'm like, babe, let's just get it done. So I took care of it, called a contractor, um, ended up being enough to file an insurance claim. So we're just going to do it through insurance. Done deal. Love, love having that stuff taken care of. Now moving on, the next thing was taxes. And Cameron, taxes are just like his, his taxes take a little bit longer. Obviously my taxes take a little bit longer because I am self-employed. So it's just kind of a thing, right? So we hired a babysitter today. So we hired a babysitter for three hours so that we can just bang out our taxes. Isn't that a great idea? And if we don't quite finish, y'all, it's only January. Normally we're the people filing an extension in April every year. Okay. Like, we really put this off. So I'm just sharing that idea in case, you know, maybe taxes aren't the thing you put off, but maybe you just need a few hours on a weekend to really dedicate to something. Highly recommend just hire a sitter, get it done. Now, with that being said, finding a good sitter, oh my gosh, it's tough, but we have this sitter. I'm, I'm going to change her name. I don't know why. It's not like you'd ever find her just for her. I don't know. I'm going to change your name. So we're going to pretend her name is Emily. And I told Kevin like, yeah, Emily's coming over. And he goes, oh, thank goodness. I like Emily even more than you. He has reminded me so many times that he likes this sitter more than he likes me. It is so mean. (laughs) And I'll tell you one other funny thing. Three-year-olds are just freaking hilarious. Um, So Kevin's been going to preschool, which is such a hit, okay? when we have movie night every Friday night in our house, it's just a, it's a tradition. We curl up on the couch. We eat dinner on the couch. We like, we lay out like a picnic. We have like an ottoman that's like big enough to have a picnic on. So we like lay out, you know, blankets on there to protect the couch and whatever. Anyway, um, 
as we were driving home from school on yesterday, Friday, Kevin was like, mom, could we invite our teachers over for movie night? I think they would really like it. I, I would like to call my teachers. And I was like, you wait, your teachers from school? He said, yeah, yeah, they're really nice. I bet they would love to come over for movie night. And I was like, but you, you talk to them, you talk to them about that, (laughs) that you, I, yeah, I just thought it was so sweet. Um, kids are so great like that, how they just have no sense of like appropriate boundaries, you know? And I just, I love that. I love that. I mean, it's kind of, it's maybe, maybe I probably should explain to him why we can't invite them over for a movie night. I don't know. I'll take care of another day, but in the moment it was just very sweet and I didn't want to, I didn't want to shut him down. Okay. So here's how the podcast is going to work this week. I'm already almost home with my groceries. I have so many things I want to discuss with you, but the big one is being weight loss plateaus. Okay. Because yeah, girl, one would, one could assume I have hit a weight loss plateau. And I say that because the weight is not moving on the scale, right? So I am going to do a deep dive into weight loss plateaus because I get asked about them constantly and I'm kind of in it right now and I have zero stress, zero concern about it. And I'm going to explain to you why, even though I have kind of a lot of money riding on the fact that I need to lose weight. Uh, If you don't know, we did a diet bet for hip bodies. Okay. A diet bet is where you put in ours. It was, you put $50 in and then the pot is split between everyone who loses 4% of their body weight in four weeks. Okay. I don't get anything out of it. Like unless, I mean, I, I have the same skin in the game as everyone else. Like I don't have a perk for putting it on. Does that make sense? Um, so whenever I do a diet bet, I'm like, well, if I'm going to lose this weight, let's get paid like more for it. So I sign up for multiple diet bets at the same time. You know what I mean? Cause then you could win more money. It's like, why not? Uh, and then it just kind of, ma- it gives me more accountability to stay on my game plan. Yeah. That's just how my brain works. Well, anyway, I'm signed up for four diet bets right now and my weight has not moved all week. Okay. That some would freak out. Some would freak out and maybe you're experiencing this. And so that is what we are going to talk about. But of course I have to go put, put bleh, I have to go put away my groceries And then I will be right back to do a deep dive into weight loss plateaus. Well, hey, I'm back. So I'm actually back like the next day. It's now Sunday. So I'll tell you a little bit about like what I did yesterday. We put away our groceries. We finished our taxes. We didn't just like get a head start or anything like that. Like, dude, we're done. Now, granted, we sent everything to our accountant guy that does them. So he might need some little stuff from us, but like this is crazy. We're so ahead of the game. I just feel so excited. Um, and then we actually had a little date night last night. So we do not do bottles for Casey. So Casey had to join us for our date night, but Kevin went and spent the night at grandma's and we had a gift card from someone. Um, this gift card was actually from when like we initially had Casey, um, people were so nice and did like meal trains and gift cards to restaurants and stuff like that. And so we had a gift card to Carrabba's. And so we had a little date night at Carrabba's, which I, I honestly don't know if I've ever been to Carrabba's in my life. It was really good. 
10 out of 10 recommend. Like, I, I think I like it better than Olive Garden if we're talking about, like, chain Italian restaurants, okay? Um, but, ooh, but, like, on the topic of pasta restaurants, okay, we're just going to go pasta. If you don't know this about me, I am a big fan of Old Spaghetti Factory. They don't have them in North Carolina at all. The closest one was in Tennessee, and I think that one closed down. Like, there was, like, a, I don't know. There was something crazy. So, I, don't, I think that one's gone. I don't even know the closest one I could get to now. But Old Spaghetti Factory, back in the day when I lived in Seattle, like, growing up, I went there for every single birthday. I would, like, physically fight my brothers for trying to eat my leftovers or for actually eating my leftovers. Like, I just love it. The mazithra cheese with brown butter and the clam sauce were my favorites. Mmm. Okay. Anyway, that has nothing to do with anything. So I promised you I would talk about weight loss plateaus. And so let's get into it. So this week, the scale for me has not moved at all. Okay. And I am not freaking out about this. I am not making any drastic changes to what I'm doing or anything. I'm going to tell you all of the reasons why this may happen and what my plan moving forward is. Okay. So first off, when you're losing body fat, it's not a, just a straight line down. It's bumpy, right? It's bumpy. Sometimes you have little ups and then you have like dr- big drops down. And then sometimes it just kind of flattens out for a little bit and then it'll drop again. It's just not going to be consistent. And I feel that's extra true for women. I think it's, I don't know. I feel like men sometimes get a little bit more lucky where it looks a little closer to a straight line because, you know, let's be real. It's very exciting when you're consistently losing weight for like a couple weeks and then it can almost be like frustrating, like, ah, what's happening? Why is it not happening? Well, a couple of things. So number one, if you're strength training, you got to know something that's really important. Your bone density is improving. So a lot of people will say like, oh, I'm putting on muscle and that's why I'm not seeing weight loss. Okay, that could be true, but like you don't put on muscle that quickly. So I'm going to give you some more realistic answers if you are strength training that can also be happening. So improving bone density means like your skeleton is getting stronger. Your literal skeleton is getting stronger because you are sending your body a message that like, hey, we don't just carry around our body, we carry around heavy stuff. And so your bone density starts to improve. As women, our bone density tends to like deteriorate as we get older and older and older and um, when it does become like 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 a medical issue, they call it osteoporosis, right? And many women are treated for that. I mean, men too, but it's a little bit more common. And I think it's due to hormone fluctuations in women as we get older as well. So it could be your skeleton getting just a little bit stronger week after week, okay? So that could be number one, but that would only really be part of it, right? Again, if you're strength training or even just doing some intense workouts and maybe you're feeling some soreness or even if you're not feeling soreness but you know you've pushed yourself, your muscles retain water as they recover from your workouts. So like a really crazy full body workout, you've stimulated all of the muscles, right? Your upper body, your lower body, your back, like just everything, right? And so all of those muscles are retaining water and retaining... um resources. That's the best way I can say it to recover and repair themselves stronger the next day. So it doesn't mean like, oh, you've put on a pound of muscle overnight because it just doesn't work that way. But you could be retaining 
a pound or two of fluid in your muscles. You know what I'm saying? So that's another one. Okay. Now, another thing, fiber intake and carb intake both drastically change the gravitational pull between you and the earth. That's what your weight is, right? It's the gravitational pull between you and the earth. Okay. So it's not actually changing like how much body fat is on you, right? But this is like one of my favorite ways to describe it. So let's start with the carbohydrate intake. So we're talking about bread, fruit, um, ice cream, all sorts of carbs, not like good carbs, bad carbs, just carbs, period, no matter what they are. Okay. So I want you to picture you put a piece of bread in a glass of water. What's going to happen? The bread is going to soak up all that water and kind of hold on to it. Okay, but if you put a chunk of steak in a glass of water, what happens? It doesn't soak any of it up. Okay, so the steak is protein and fat, but the bread is carbohydrates. And so you can see how the carbohydrates, you know, especially when people go on like a low carb diet, they talk about losing that water weight. You're kind is that kind of giving you a visual of what happens? So even if you're not going like low carb or anything crazy like that, just having fluctuations in your carb intake is going to have an impact on what the scale says. Now, if you're like, well, wait a minute, I've been eating lower carb and I'm not seeing a change. Well, well, you could, if you are eating lower carb and maybe you're eating more vegetables, um, that's going to increase your fiber intake, right? And so fiber acts as like a piece of bread in your colon. (laughs) Okay, just hear me out. Fiber draws water into the colon. And so you'll actually retain a little bit more water like in your digestive tract, which is what like where fiber gets the reputation of helping move things along if you feel what I'm saying, right? So that's why if you're eating a higher fiber diet, sometimes the scale will be a little more stubborn at first or Maybe you just have a couple days where your fiber intake is higher and it's like, you know, you're just not seeing the changes in the scale. These are all reasons why. The, there's two more that I want to go into. And then I'm going to talk about like at the end of the day. Well, okay, just let me get into it. Okay, hormonal shift. This is another one. So time of the month is what I'm getting at, ladies. Okay, so when you are particularly like in your reproductive years, you, you have hormonal shifts day to day, right? Like one day of the month versus another day of the month, your hormones are in a completely different place. And you don't necessarily get to see that data unless you're incredibly in tune with your cycle, right? But hormonal shifts in your body are going to affect what the scale says, how your body retains water, how your body is metabolizing energy. And when I say energy, like I'm talking about metabolizing calories, things like that, okay? So hormonal shift, I'm not going to dive deep into this because truthfully, I'm not an expert in it, but understanding that where you're at in your cycle is going to have an impact on what the scale says and how the scale moves, okay? Now the last one, this is kind of, I feel like it's kind of, kind of a myth, but it like happens a lot. Do you hear what I'm saying? So have you ever like, where you you know when you hear of something and and some people and then like but the science is like no it's not true but like everybody's like but it kind of happens right so I'm gonna say this one and I'm gonna tell you that I can't find a whole lot of science or any science to really support it 
but I have seen it anecdotally to be true in a lot of people, and that is called the whoosh, okay? So if you have been a certain weight for a long time and you're suddenly dropping weight consistently and then you hit a plateau, something called the whoosh may happen. And that's where you hit a spot and rather than your fat cells just being released, the theory is that the fat cells are so used to being there and they're like, "Mm, we're going to be a placeholder for a while because you'll be back. You'll be back. We've been this, you know, we have not, we've like never been this skinny. Like this is crazy. What are you doing? Right? And so they fill up with water. And so you almost like feel kind of squishier or whatever. And then it's like all of a sudden your body gets the message, okay, I guess we're really doing this. I guess we're really losing this weight for real. And then it's like almost overnight you get a whoosh and then you it's like you're down like three pounds overnight. And I've seen it in myself. I've seen it in other people. Again, I, I have not found a lot of science to back it up, but I just thought I would share that because if you're on a weight loss journey, you might experience something like that as well. I have never found another explanation for that phenomenon. People kind of, the science kind of sends you back to carb intake, fiber intake, alcohol intake, water intake, all of those different types of things, right? So you can do with that information what you like. Now, at the end of the day, I do also want to point out your weight is the gravitational pull between you and the earth. And if it's going to make you sad when you see a specific number, if it's going to make you feel frustrated or down on yourself or whatever, then don't worry about the scale. You, If you're on a like fitness journey and you're trying to you know change your body or whatever, focus on like data that makes you excited. And so if the scale is not going to move at a rate that makes you feel excited or whatever, how about trying on the same pair of jeans every week and just snap a picture in them? Something like that, right? Like there's so many different things you could do. Uh, this last week, I just learned about this app. It's called Me360 or something like that. And it's supposed to like take your measurements via your camera on your phone and it's totally private. I don't exactly know how it works. I've never used it, but I thought I would mention that. So anyway, that's kind of my weight loss update, I guess, and like why I'm not freaking out about it. I Maybe I should be. I don't know, but I feel like I've been on a great trajectory and I know that my body, it, to be honest, I believe I am in the luteal phase of my cycle. And so I think that's why my body is being stubborn at the moment, but, um, it just doesn't upset me because I know I'm doing all of the things and it's going to move in the right direction. Right. Okay. So next topic is supplements. Last week I took you on a very chaotic journey to whole foods where I bought those two Mary Ruth supplements. One is this like nighttime mineral supplement And the other one is a morning multivitamin. And I got to tell you guys, I'm in love. When I take that mineral supplement at night, I can definitely notice a difference versus the nights I don't take it. So I didn't take it the last two nights. And last night, I feel like I slept like absolute trash. And the night before was like medium trash. But every other night I took it and I got to tell you, I woke up so refreshed. I honestly, I woke up so refreshed, feeling so good. 
So that is definitely going to be something I purchase regularly. Now I want to clarify this mineral supplement. It doesn't have melatonin in it. It doesn't have anything that's like trying to artificially substitute what should be in your body already. It is minerals that support sleep. Does that make sense? Like I feel like like melatonin, you really shouldn't melatonin is like, like your, your body has like estrogen, right? Like, you you know, unless you're like prescribed by a doctor, you don't just go pick up estrogen at the store. Melatonin is the same way, like your body produces it naturally. So like that's, I'm not saying you shouldn't ever take melatonin, but I'm just saying realistically we shouldn't have to. Okay. And so this supports your sleep through mineral balance. And I got to tell you, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I feel like I kind of went off on a tangent there about that, but I was just trying to explain that it's, it's not trying to take over anything that your body does naturally. It's trying to support your body to do what it's supposed to do naturally. So, okay. I hope that made sense. Now the morning multivitamin. I, okay. Okay. Maybe I'm going to give this thing too much credit, but I'm just going to, I'm going to throw it out there. Okay. So number one, we had a a couple things happen over the, this last week that I feel this multivitamin may have helped with. And that is mainly in the realm of like immune system. Okay. So this multivitamin, when what caught my interest about it had nothing to do with the immune system. I literally saw TikToks where women were saying their gray hairs were growing in dark again. And I was like, done, I'm gonna buy it. (laughs) Um, And it was due to like the copper in it or whatever. But as I've taken this, we, uh, Kevin's taking this supplement as well. We give him like a ch- children's dose and then we take the adult's dose every morning. We have had a COVID outbreak at Kevin's preschool. Not like an outbreak. There was just like one kid that had it, but like Kevin was definitely near him. And Kevin had a play date with a kiddo that the very next day had a fever. That's like prime, uh, what's the word? contagious time, prime contagious time. Does that make sense? So, and he didn't get sick. I didn't get sick. None of us got sick. And I'm just like, "Mm, okay, I feel like we have encountered multiple times where our house should be down for the count. I, I don't know. Is it the multivitamin? I don't know, but I'm feeling good about it. I have really good energy. I'm not taking, I haven't taken a nap. Well, until this weekend, But like normally during the week, I'm like just all I'm thinking about is like how could I make a nap happen? Like could I put TV on and just make a nap happen? (laughs) So that is really exciting that I am having good energy and I'm just – both of those supplements, 10 out of 10 recommend. I'm going to go ahead and put a link to the Amazon listing for each of them in the show notes and – you can also get it at Whole Foods. I don't know where else you can get it. I'm sure if you just search it in your area, you'll be able to find it. I don't think it's like one you could find at like, I don't know, like a regular grocery store. I feel like it's more a little bit more of a specialty thing. Okay, so now we're going to move into the next part of the podcast where we talk about at Hip Bodies, what are we doing this week? Now, friendly reminder, you can join Hip Bodies right now for $1 for your first week, Okay. And this would be a really good week to join because I think you're going to like what we're doing. Strength, shred, and core. So I don't do a whole lot of core focus, and if, but if I do, it's going to be really intentional in a way that I would recommend working it myself. So strength, we got those foundational strength moves. Shred, we're going to elevate your heart rate in some way. 
and then core, activating that core. And so I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm just going to say this week, I think it's going to be a popular one. It's really good. Really good. Okay. So I'll just move on. I just, just know this is going to be a good week. Okay. And the next thing is something I'm killing it at lately. And what I put for this, like I sat here and I thought about it, like, what am I killing it at? And a lot of things came to mind. Like number one, the taxes, I'm pretty proud of that. But overall, just taking care of my health, I'm killing it at that. Okay. I am taking these supplements and I'm feeling really good. I'm doing my best to get as much sleep as I can, given the circumstances of having a four and a half month old and a, and a three and a half year old who does not seem to like to sleep right now. It's just, I, I'm doing all as best I can with what I'm given. And I'm really proud of myself for that because I think so many moms, particularly in this point, it's the first thing they put on the back burner, right? It's like they reach for convenience foods. They don't work out. They, it's just, it's just not a priority to them. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect, okay? I definitely overdid it with the treats over the holidays like anyone else. But I will say like I am I took that solution focused mindset that I began 2023 with and I feel like I'm killing it. Yeah, I just feel like I'm killing it. I'm working really hard and I'm seeing the progress and I'm proud of myself and it feels really good. It's like one and I also want to say like body positivity is something I've really struggled with since having Casey. I mean, you guys have probably gathered that if you listen to the podcast. But as I've been doing the things to move in the right direction, there's this line that my friend says, and she says, it's hard to feel bad about a body you're taking care of. And it's so true. It doesn't even have to be a drastic change in the mirror. But the change in your habits changes the way you feel about it, right? And the comparison that I usually make to that is like when you go to the dentist, no matter how nice your smile is, if you haven't been flossing, you feel weird. You're like, this is, I don't, I feel, uh," you know? But like if you've been flossing, you're like, dude, check me out, check me out. Actually, the last time I went to the dentist, It was really nice because I was pregnant, but I hadn't been to the dentist in like four years. So I was just like, you're going to find a cavity. Like, there's no way. There's no way. I don't floss consistently. Mm, Okay, let's, I shouldn't even say consistent. I don't floss. I floss as often as I clean my bathroom. Gosh, that's, both of those are embarrassing things to say, but whatever, it's out there. Um, why am I talking about this? Gosh, I just went on that little dentist tangent there. Anyway, but it was nice because I was like, look, even if I have a cavity, I'm not going to fill it right now because I'm pregnant. So you can't like give me all the Novocaine and stuff like that. Like we'll just wait till after, you know, just to be safe. Right. Um, so that was my excuse where I could still get a cleaning, but just not have like the filling pressure. You get what I'm saying? And surprisingly, they only had one questionable spot. So I'm doing all right. Okay. Next is meals I'm loving. So y'all know I love my buffalo chicken. Okay, I love buffalo chicken. And so Oh Snap Macros is the website, Oh Snap Macros. And I'm going to put this in the show notes. She has a buffalo chicken dip that the macros are crazy good on. Okay, it makes 10 servings, but I ate half of it. And that's like 95 grams of protein. I was very full. I feel like I I don't think I quite ate half of it, 
But like, that's just what I tracked when I made it that night just to be safe. But you guys, it's so good. It does not taste like, I just don't feel like you're missing anything from Buffalo chicken dip. So I'm going to put that in the show notes. You're going to love it. Now I'm going to tell you what I served it with. So I served it with celery sticks. If you don't like celery, I just think that's crazy. Celery is a great vegetable. It's got a nice crunch to it. I love the flavor, but at the same time, I also get if you don't like it. Now I think buffalo chicken and sweet potato, they're a great pair. So what I do is I thinly slice my sweet potato toss it in a small amount of either coconut oil, olive oil, avocado oil, whatever I have, season with salt and pepper. And I just throw it in my air fryer and I shake it up every few minutes. So I'm lazy and I just put all of it in. It does. I do not have it like evenly spaced where it's like everybody gets their perfect spot. No, it's like literally dumped in there and I just shake it up. I can't remember how long it took, but I just turn it in my air fryer on the highest setting And eventually it gets kind of crispy, kind of soft. No, this is not like a top-notch sweet potato chip recipe, but I don't want to fry them. So this is what I do. I've tried baking them. I just feel like it does slightly better in the air fryer, but you could bake them too. I don't know. I'm fine if they're soft. It still tastes really good to me, but if you want like a crispy chip, then this is not the way. Just go buy yourself sweet potato chips at the grocery store. Anyway, so good. 10 out of 10 recommend. Okay, next up, workout wins this week. Now, I want to say I hope you are celebrating your workout wins, okay? Even if like you got in a single workout, whatever you did, I just hope you're celebrating it. I did 12 push-ups consecutively on my toes this week. That's huge for me. Um, I'm sure you probably put together when I came back from having Casey, could not do a single push-up on my toes. So this is huge. I also did 155-pound deadlifts eight times. So this week, I'm going to go ahead and push up the weight a little bit. Once I hit eight times, then I just gently crank up the weight. And then my goal is like hit five, hit six. And then, you know, once I hit eight to 10, then I'm like, okay, I can push up the weight. That's how I do it. And so my goal is to get to 225 pounds by my birthday. Yes, I increased it to 225 pounds. So we will see. Now, things I'm obsessed with. I This is blank right now, but just as I was like reading it, I thought of it. There is this bubble bath that I'm obsessed with. It's the Dr. Teal's like sleep one. So Dr. Teal, if you, you either know it or you don't, Dr. Teal's, it's a brand. You can get it like pretty much anywhere, but they have this bubble bath that's like a sleep theme or whatever. You guys, it smells so good. No, it is not like perfectly like only essential oils. It still has fragrance in it. I get it. But oh my gosh, you guys, I love, love, love the smell of this. I want everyone who ever gives me a hug to bubble bath with this first. It smells amazing. And on that note, just like speaking of good smells, I just feel like I want to share this tip. I I am not like perfectly a non-toxic, crunchy person. But I have certain things that I make a priority, okay? And one of those is deodorant. I do not wear aluminum-based deodorant. And if anyone should wear aluminum-based deodorants, it's me. Your girl sweats. And it's not cute. But I found a solution. And I've tried it all. 
I've tried Primally Pure. I've tried Native. Dr. Teal's is actually pretty decent. I've tried, gosh, Tom's, uh, Loom. What else? I don't know. I've tried so many. So like if, if you have tried it and you, you think it works really well, I've also probably tried it and it does not work for my strong scented armpits. Okay. But limes. Okay. So this is what I do at the beginning of the week. I buy one single lime. It's in the realm between like 30 cents and 60 cents, depending on which grocery store I buy it from. I chop it into like eight pieces. So it's going to last, that's going to last me all week. Okay. I put that in a little Tupperware. Each morning I go into my Tupperware. I grab just one chunk and I rub it on both armpits. So that's how I'm saying this because I feel like when I say I'm using a lime, I think people think, I don't know, that'd be crazy to use like a whole lime every day, right? So I'm telling you one lime lasts me all week and this is how I make it work. Once you use the lime chunk, you throw it away. Okay, throw it away. I don't reuse it, but I just try to get enough. Now make sure you didn't shave your armpits first, okay? This is the most effective natural deodorant out there. Okay. It's not convenient because it has to be in the fridge. You're going to forget some days because again, it's in the fridge, but I find it to be the most effective. You do have to put it on before you start sweating, but not right after you shave your armpits. It's a tough balance. It's a tough balance, but it's worth it. I think it works really well, completely non-toxic. So just wanted to share that. Okay. The last section, which people seem to really like, is unpopular opinions. (laughs) And, okay, so this is in the realm of, like, I've just been thinking about, like, decluttering and minimalism and, like, getting organized. So let's talk about this. I think social media has made most people do minimalism wrong. Or... Or maybe even they're not trying to do minimalism, but they're being talked into buying more junk to make all the junk they already have look more organized. But realistically, we just don't need as much junk. And then the other problem too is they're not changing their shopping habits. And and when I say they, I'm including myself in this, okay? I buy stupid junk too. Okay, and I have trouble letting go of junk. For example, books. I'm never gonna read a book twice. Okay, it's just not gonna happen. But for some reason, letting go of a book is so hard for me. And I kind of like the way books decorate a shelf. I don't know. But the only books I will read, like way more than once, is children's books. So I definitely don't get rid of those. And we just have an abundance of them. Okay, anyway, that was just, that was off topic, but. The point is, I feel like people get talked into buying like stupid containers for their fridge to put their stuff in when the shelves are perfectly acceptable, right? And I know I just talked about that one container. That's different. But I'm talking about like, okay, like your eggs come in a carton. Do you really need to put it in this aesthetically pleasing car? Are you going to forget that eggs exist? Like, I don't think so, right? Now I can understand, I think those drawers that are in all fridges, I don't think that's a very good idea. People always have food that rots in their drawers. I don't know. That's just a thing. Okay, but then let's just like talk about a pantry for a second. 
having like baskets and containers and things. It's just like buying more junk to organize your junk where it's like if you just have less stuff then you actually use what's there because it's like in plain sight. It's not like hidden by other junk. You know what I'm saying? But it's so hard. Like I'm certainly no expert at decluttering and like how to do it in an effective way but I'm just not convinced that buying containers and shelving and boxes and whatever is the way to make it happen either. Like I I saw this thing on I don't know it was like an ad and it was for someone's garage and it was like a tote holder. Now I gotta admit this thing I think it would be pretty cool for like Christmas decorations and stuff if you don't have an attic and it was like this you slide the totes into this so it like it just is like the I don't know. Do you get it? Like you just slide it and it goes on the ceiling. So your totes are hanging from the ceiling and it would be like, you know, whatever you need to put in there. I'm going to go with Christmas decorations. That's the only thing I could think of that would be like useful to have like a fairly easy access spot to get to, but it's like you still only have to get to it once a year. Cause I can't think of anything that you would need to put up there or that you would put up there because that's, that's not very convenient to get to, like getting it down from the ceiling, and especially like a sliding method. It's like you have to take out all of them to get to the one. And like, how do you know what's in that one? Because if it's not clear, I don't know. Anyway, again, I feel like I'm going on a tangent here. But my point is, I think most of us, rather than like researching organization and that kind of stuff, we need to be researching like how to control our shopping habits how to like get rid of stuff and like how to how to like work on that mindset of like getting rid of stuff and knowing it's not a huge deal if you have to buy it again. Like you don't need to hold on to it for 10 years just to avoid buying it. Like something little, right? Like I'm not talking about big stuff, but like something little, like a pair of boots that you haven't worn in forever, but they kind of take up a lot of room in your closet. And it just is, it's just sitting there, right? And it's like, and it's not just the one boots. It's like the five pairs of shoes that you haven't worn forever, but for some, and I'm talking to myself here. Like I can like look in the closet and see that for myself, but I'm like, oh, I might need it. So yeah, so dumb, so dumb. So that's my unpopular opinion. I'm curious, like where you stand on that. Like, do you think the organizational content and stuff that you see on social media, is that helpful to you? Or do you feel like you just end up buying stuff that, it kind of makes your clutter look slightly better for like a week or two. And then it's just kind of a mess again. And then you have like more stuff now. And then you're looking for a new solution. I'd love to know. I'd love to know. So on that note, I hope it's been a fantastic week for you. I am feeling really good. I'm feeling really motivated. I'm feeling really excited for this upcoming week. If you have been thinking about joining Hip Bodies, oh my gosh, I would love to have you. Um, you can try your first week for $1 there's no commitment. Okay. You can always cancel at any time. You can cancel right on the website. You don't even have to have an awkward conversation with me or anything. Um, just go to hitbodies.com to sign up. Highly recommend having Facebook because our Facebook group is the bomb. But if you don't, it's not a huge deal. We'll send you emails and that kind of stuff as well. Anyway, this is long enough. Oh my gosh, 43 minutes. I need to shut up. Bye.